It's your boy Jimmy Doe, this is Dream Big Show. Let's go. Alpha, make you know they bother with me. Your father, what you wanna buy with me? Yes, 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 y'all. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. It's Wednesday. It's Dream Big Wednesday, y'all. Welcome to the Dream Big Show. I got another special guest host this evening. Tara Chantel. Let's get it. Let's get it. What's popping, young lady? How you feeling today? Fantastic. How you feeling? I'm feeling well. Feeling well. Been up since 4 a.m., but I'm rocking. Yes. I'm rocking. I'm rocking. You say you took a nap in there? So. I took a nap. I got me a nap in around, what I say, 2.30? Yep, a nappy nap. Yeah, it got me a little nappy nap in. <laughs> Had to get that, boy. You need them naps. Oh, my. I need them naps. I'm getting up there, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still youthful. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It feels good to be here. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Shout out to the team, B96. The block. We on the block with it each and every Wednesday from six to eight p.m. You can tune into the Dream Big Show and learn you a little something. Learn you a little something. Today we're going to be talking about who you are versus what you do. Um, something that I wanted to focus in on just because I think people get the two confused when you ask somebody like, "Hey, you know." Who are you? What's the making of you? And they immediately go into what they do for a living. They say the labels. They say the labels. They the labels. I don't got nothing to do with you. Nothing. Nothing to do with you. So we're going to tap into that. And then Tara is going to do an interview on me. So this is Get to Know Your Host Part 2. Mm-hmm. And she's going to hit me with some questions. I know she got some good ones lined up for me. Nothing is off limits. <laughs> I am here to answer whatever she has to ask. Beautiful. Um, so we're going to cut away, play another song for y'all, then we're going to come back, and me and Tara are going to give y'all the business. And you know when I got Tara up here, she give it to you, the real. Okay. It's the real over here when she on here. She lets you understand you better love yourself before you try <laughs> to go out there and love someone else. <laughs> Literally. Literally. So y'all stay tuned, man. It's the Dream Big Show. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. With Tara Chantel in the building today. Let's get it, y'all. Let's cut away to another song. This is Azanti, Twist and Turn. Let's get it. Yes, 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 y'all. Welcome back to the Dream Big Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. It's your boy Jimmy Doe with Tara Chantel. Yes. She's in the building. We getting it in tonight. How's everybody feeling? Hope y'all ready for this. So those are just tuning in as I stated. Today we're going to be talking about who you are versus what you do. And so let's just focus on the definition of person, right? Let's, let's just focus on that for a second. So in Webster's, you know, the Webster's Dictionary, <laughs> a person is, being, is a being that has certain capabilities, attributes, and such reasons of morality, consciousness, and self-consciousness. 
right? And so let's think about that. What is in your conscious, in your self-conscious, right? What is the capacity of your attributes? Like, what is the making of you? Mm. Do you know that, right? Um, What do you stand on? What are your morals, your faith, and your principles? That is who you are. And when you dig into that, what does that look like for yourself, right? And so let's ask you, Tara, and and then we'll come back to me. Right. What does that look like for you? Who is Tara Chantel? Ooh, who is Tara Chantel? I feel like my spirit will always speak for itself. The spirit that I carry within me is truly genuine. It has no ill will towards anyone. It's operating from like a pure place. Like purity is like one thing. I resonate with my spirit and I try to protect that at all costs to keep that pure. And by my spirit just being pure as well, it allows me to receive love and just be open to new opportunities, have an open mindset, being able to move towards non-judgment towards anyone having that compassion for others and also within myself having grace gotta have grace gotta have it and also i'm really big on not being attached to the labels so Mm. whenever someone asks me like what do i do for a living it's so hard for me to sit here and explain that because i'm not attached to how I make money or what I do. I want you to know me as the character that I bring to each opportunity, each relationship. So I try to just allow my energy to speak for itself. That's right. What about you? What do you stand on? What do I stand on? Um, I stand on loyalty. I stand on honor, right? Um, A lot of times that some People just aren't loyal to what it is that they want out of themselves, right? And so there was a part of me that was disloyal to myself, right? Going against what it is that I actually stand for, right? Just to be a people pleaser. We spoke on it yesterday. Like wanting to make sure everybody is happy with what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I had to grow to not caring about rather you are happy and not about the decision I'm making. Like, I can't be concerned and tied into your emotional reaction. Um, and so I am a person with grace. I am a person that is charismatic. Um, I got a lot of charisma, yeah. you know. Um, I'm built on hard work. Yeah. I'm built on integrity. I think people, you know, go into things and you may say you want to do one thing and you do the complete opposite. Um, Or, you know, I'm someone who I'm from the neighborhood and I've done neighborhood things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that just like when I was watching my man, Dame, shout out to Dame Dash. and And I watched his interviews and to listen how he applies being in the street and working in the street life has certain codes and ethics that you must follow or it will be a detriment to your life out here. 
And so I think people miss that when it comes to this corporate life or this social life. It's like either you just don't know or you're trying everybody around you. Mm -hmm. Like you just, let me see what I can get away with. And I think when I was doing things, you know, there's no honor amongst thieves. And in the game I was playing, you really understand that, that, okay, wait a minute, you're willing to do whatever for a certain dollar amount. Like, you will run off on a plug on a certain dollar amount. And that's not cool. Because at the end of the day, if you take away the dollar amount or anything, you know, material obtained, what are you left with? Like, we can't take none of the you can't take it with you. With us. What are you left with? Then you cut off all your resources. And people are your resources. And so. people are your resources. So you can't F over this person over here and F over this person over there and think you're going to continue to do what you're doing. And people build bridges through people mm-hmm. and then set that bridge on fire. And it's like, well, what sense did that make? Right? And so I try to focus on what my relationships are with people. I'm a relationship person. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to build with people. Yeah. I want us to have a foundation that we can always go back to. Yeah, it's going to be rocky. Things are going to happen. But let's build an understanding that we can always go back to. Like, hey, look, yes, you may have done this, and I might have done this, but at the end of the day, do we respect each other enough to say your emotional reaction, you did some BS. And in my emotional reaction, I did some BS. But that's not the making of me. Mm -hmm. That's just an action that I put in place based on an emotion. So let me center myself and get back to me. Let me not get out of character. And I think people don't check themselves out of getting out of character. Like, okay, you got me out of character. Whoa, wait a minute. Let me fall back exactly, and let me let me get my bearings together because this ain't me. You have to learn how to disengage so you don't get mm-hmm. out of character. Yeah. It's so beautiful being able to walk away. I like to be like the better person, not the bigger person. The better person in each scenario, knowing like I don't need to get the last word in. I can truly protect my peace overall. I don't need to be right. Like, if you want to be right so bad, I'll let you have it. Get Mm. your cookie. If you want to be right, if that proves a point. But it's like, do you want to be right or do you really want to be in this relationship? And I always want to just truly have that relationship within whoever I'm in with. Like, I don't care to be right. Because it's all subjective anyway. Right or wrong, it's all subjective. So it really doesn't matter. We have to focus on the absolute truth. Absolute truth. And people are afraid of that. The truth. They're the afraid truth of hurts, that. Hurts, it, it hurts, though. It hurts. It's painful. It's painful. It hurts. And people are, again, like we spoke about uh, yesterday, people are afraid of themselves. Like, really get to know yourself. Figure out what it is that make you tick. Your what triggers. makes you happy. Yes. Your, you triggers. Know your triggers. What's, what are your triggers? What make you happy? What what's a pleasure to you? Like find out everything about study, you. Study you. you. Oh my goodness! Once you master you, you master this game of life. I think this life is a whole game, and it's different levels. It's a new level, new devil. It's just all different things that's going to come your way. It's just a test. Like this whole life journey is a test. 
We're not taking nothing with us. It's only for us to come back to our true nature, our true soul, and that is love, to operate from love. Love is not out there. Love is in here. Mm. And once we know that, that's the true cheat code. Like, we don't need other people to love us back as long as we operating from love. Mm. Yeah, hear that? Don't be waiting for somebody to come love you. You better love you. You better love you. For the sake of life. You better just love life. What the heck? Mm. You're not loving life. Mm. You have to really enjoy life every moment of the day. Like, it doesn't matter if people are not appreciating you. Do you appreciate life? Mm. Life will reward you if you do that. That's something right there. And a lot of times, a lot of times people don't. You know, a lot of a lot of time people find like I hear you say, you know, I'm just high on life and people look for vices for that high. Mm -hmm. Rather it's marijuana, rather it's liquor, rather whatever it is, they look for vices to get them to that high, that pleasurable state. You know, I understand we live in this life like you have to have some type of coping mechanism. Like one of my coping mechanisms is laughter. Like Mm. I think everything is a joke. I don't take nothing serious. So you got to find what works for you. So I don't even condemn people no more when they do have to, you know, smoke a blunt just to calm their anxiety. Like I feel you. We human. Like do what works for you, but just don't let it control you. Absolutely. And understand that you are a energy source having a human experience and it's not the opposite it's not the other way around um which you know when you have that conversation with people people will be like man what are you talking about bro like this is you want something else i don't know what you want i don't study that i'm christian and it's like well wait a minute you know it's still a spiritual understanding that you need to have no matter what religion you practice whatever walk of life that you have going on Please understand that you are a energy source first. Like, what is your energy level? Where you at? Where you at with it? Are you low or you high? Are you low or you high? <laughs> Where you at with it? And and I was and I don't remember the the, the fella's name. I was watching one of his um, interviews with Nineteen Keys, and I forget the the uh, the scholar's name that he was interviewing with. And and he mentioned that he said, you know. When I look at someone, I want to understand what their energy level is. Because you can be feeling what we call ill, sick, but your energy could be high. You could be jumping off the walls. You could be moving around. Well, then that's what you are. Mm-hmm. You ain't sick. Exactly. You're feeling well. Exactly. you moving around. you able to move and shake. You're good. Yeah. Now, if you say you're sick and you're laying in the bed, can't move your energy is low okay that makes there's something to be concerned with how can we get your energy level up and i respected that when i heard that because that's a better way to look at it i think if people look at okay yeah you might have stumped your toe you might have a cut whatever the situation is but what is your energy level are you able to keep it moving that's why i always ask like how are you feeling instead of how are you doing Mm. it's different like how are you feeling inside and most people don't even know because they're just so busy trying to get by like check in how are you feeling Mm. how is your energy are you are you excited are you energized right now do you need some rest like but most people always answer that like how are you doing ask me how am i doing i'm like you know, I feel great. It's not about how I'm doing. I'm doing, yeah. You know, I, I, 
the question. We have to switch that. Words are so powerful. Yeah. So if you're saying, oh, I'm tired, I'm sick, I'm depressed, that's what you're going to be. But yeah. if you automatically say, I feel alive, that's you're going to boost it up. Even if you're tired. Even if, if you say, I'm, I feel alive. You gonna your energy gonna start going up. It's so powerful when yeah. you know your tongue. Like. Yeah, cause we are what we think. Yes. As a man thinketh, and that's not you know a male perspective. That's just gender, at all. It's not gender at all. It's just as a man thinketh applies to all genders. What do you think about? What are the thoughts when you wake up? And I've been so conscious every morning to wake up and just be like, all right. Feeling good. Today going to be a good day. We're going to get it done. Thank you, God, for waking up. Thank yes. you for this home I'm laying in. Yes. Thank you for this bed I'm laying in. Yes. Thank you for the heat I'm able to turn on. Thank you for my eyes, my ears, my mouth, my nose. Thank Literally. you for every single Literally. thing. Because there are people who, one, you didn't wake up this morning. Two, if you woke up, you may not have all your senses. Mm-hmm. Or three, you might have woke up under the bridge. And so to be thankful for those things, you may complain and people complain about the smallest things, which are the things you should be appreciative of. Every small thing. Like, do you have food in your fridge? The little things. Yeah. You got food in your fridge? Okay, cool. I I think you're okay. Because you have a fridge to open. Yes. We got to be present in this moment. Like, you're doing great at this moment. Why are we worried about five years from now? Like, why are we even care that we don't even know? what the future holds all we know is right now and that's the only truth is right now right now this moment and then if you focus on this moment that's just going to lead to the next moment that leads to the next day that leads to the next week it's you're going to have a good life if you absolutely just focus on a good moment right now absolutely it's like going on a road trip when you go on a road trip and you're driving you can only see probably the next 200 feet in front of you you cannot see your final destination when you hit that road you know you're going to get there. Yes. That's where you're going. But you can only see every 200 feet at a time. Yes. One step at a time. One, One step at a, time. at a time. And you got to enjoy the journey, man. That's what It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Yeah. It's like, do you enjoy the process? Are you enjoying day by day how life is treating you? Yeah. And I think people over, overlook the process. They overlook it. They're so so caught in. Eager um, for the destination. Yeah. They overlook the process. And then once you get to the destination, when you get to the Grammys, when you get to the reward ceremony, then it just goes away so fast. And you didn't even get to soak in that moment because you're so worried about whether you want to win or whether you're just not in it. You're just waiting on, okay, what's next? What's next? That's a terrible way to live. Yeah. It's like, wow, you can't even admire the view when you get to the mountaintop because now you're trying to climb the next mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's understanding you. Like, who are you in the face of adversity? Who are you in the face of abundance? Like, who are you? And I think people, you know, not knowing themselves, when they do accomplish certain things, they don't even know what to do with it. Because you don't quite know yourself just yet. Like, you just know what you want in life. That's all you know mm-hmm. is what you want. But who are you? And I think a lot of times it comes from, you know, when we are raised, you know, and we are told who we are versus really going with 
the natural feeling of this is who I am. Like, no, I don't like that. And, you know, I have a daughter uh, and a son. And my goal is to not pressure them to what my belief is and what I want you to do. Like, I would love for y'all to paint because I paint. But if you don't want to paint, that's okay. That's cool. Exactly. You may not be into it at all. They are their own individual. Own and you spirit. got and you have your own purpose here. Yes. It's not my purpose. It's not what I it's want not you to, to do. Following your footsteps. Not at all. But why is it so hard for parents to understand that? That I don't know. I'm a new parent. I'm in this new way of thinking. But, but I, now but, you are in a new age now. I mean, yeah. So what do yeah. you think about the new age uh, of parenting? I think the new age of parenting can can be tricky, right? And what I mean by that is some, yeah, be free-spirited in your teaching. But don't be reckless. Like, still have a discipline in place. Just don't let them jump off the handle. How do you discipline someone? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, I think the best way to discipline is to ask questions. Like, understand what the behavior is about. Understand why they're doing what they're doing, right? Because you may immediately go to, sit down. Like, what are you doing? And it's, one, depending on the age, they can't really communicate. So now you have to watch more body language. You have to be more in tune um, and it's coming down to them. I think in this new age of parenting, I think we should do more of come to the child's age more than you're trying to bring the child to your age. Mm. Like it's easier for me to put myself in a five-year-old's footsteps than to try to put my daughter in a 37-year-old footstep. Yeah. You clearly don't know what I'm, how I, what I'm thinking, why I'm thinking this way, and what I'm doing. Yeah. But it's quite easy for me to go back, revert back. Okay, let me kind of see what's going on here. Like, why are you moving the way you're moving? Why are you reacting the way you're reacting? What do you want? Why do you want these things? So it's, it's easy for me to go backwards than for her to try to understand moving forwards exactly. till it's me. Uh, and I think if we did more of that in this new age, then the children would be just great. Um, but a lot of times that's not what's happening. What's happening is, you know, look, this is how we're doing things. This is what you need to do. You need to obey. You need to listen. You need to da 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 And it's like. Why do you need to have authority, though? Why do you need to have authority? Over um, another soul. Like, if you understand, they're just like the vessel here. You don't own or possess them. You don't control them. They just, you caught them into your life to teach you patience, to teach you love, to teach you to slow down, teach you be in the present. You should be thanking them every day because mm. you caught them into this existence. Mm. They didn't you know what? Here. That's a good way to look at it. You called them into this. To raise you. Mm. That's that's deep right there. <laughs> that's what that's, that's what deep. kids come into to raise the parents up. But then we we got a very very confused that we supposed to raise the kids. The kids already when they are a young spirit, they already know who they are. But now they get 
their dreams crushed. They get told yeah. what to do, how yeah. to believe, what religion to follow, what school to go to. Kids don't even get to pick their name. Like none of us got to pick our names. I know That's I deep. didn't. So like it yeah. already starts off like we are have to follow somebody else. We don't even get a chance sometimes to even learn about ourselves because we have to listen to the authority figure who's in front of us. Yeah. And that's why I teach minds to question everything and don't just go with the flow. Um, You know, I tell my daughter, I tell her, I ask her, I said, who is the boss of you? And she, I'm the boss of me. That's right. Now, it backfires a little bit because her mom would be like, I don't know what you're talking about with your daughter, but she is, you need to come get her. Mm -hmm. She's doing the most. And it's, no, she's just, she's more understanding to well hey what's going on here like well why do i got i don't want to do that exactly why do i have to do that i don't want to do that because you're not technically being like no 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 child is bad there's no such thing as bad kids you're different you might be challenging the system like i ain't with that that's actually intelligent when uh when someone anyone is challenging or is questioning things and actually just standing on their own square. That's really intelligent. Mm. But we don't want people to be intelligent now. No, nah, we don't want that. <laughs> I was like, hold on, you thinking for yourself? Hold up, no, do that. You don't want that. <laughs> but that's what I want you to do. Think for yourself. Challenge everything. Because what I say may not be right. Because it's not right for you. Exactly. I'm learning what your purpose is. I can't tell you what your purpose is. I can't. I don't know what you're supposed to be doing here. I didn't know what contract they signed. I don't know what you got going on here. I don't. But let me follow. Let me listen. Let me learn. Because it definitely teaches me some things. Like it, it, It makes me definitely say I have to do something. When I look at my daughter, it tells me, I have to do more when it comes to women on this earth. Like, I think about my sister who just transitioned in 21. Mm-hmm. I think about my mom who transitioned back in 1992. And I say, I have this little girl now. This, I have a daughter now in my life. And what is it that I'm supposed to be getting from you? Because there's a message here mm-hmm. coming from you. Particularly. Oh, yes. Um, and how am I treating women around you? Like, what are you seeing from me on how I handle women around you? Mm-hmm. Like, am I giving you a good example on how you should be approached, taken care of, handled? Like, and not handle is a bad word. Let's not say handle, but, mm-hmm. you know, more work with. Yeah. Like, is someone working with you or is someone trying to make you work for them? Ooh, or working against you. Or working against you. Well, that's working against you. Right. If somebody wants you to work for them, They're working against that's you. working oh, yeah. against you. That's what a lot of people end up teaming up with the devil, honestly. they teaming up with the op, not even knowing it. Like, you are, you are, you can be sleeping with someone that truly does not even like you. That is scary mm. to think about. Yeah, that is a little deep. That don't even like <laughs> that you. That don't even like you. She's Louise you Francine. Can be sleeping with the op and not even knowing it. Just and that's deep. And that's deep. Because people do have a hidden agenda at times. 
Most people do. Most people are manipulating you. That's why they want you to work for them. That's manipulation. Mm. Anyone trying to for you to like get on their side, do what they say, listen to them, follow their lead. Oh, they're manipulating you. Mm. Y'all hear that? <laughs> so for those of y'all that's punching that nine to five clock, somebody manipulating you. They manipulating <laughs> no, you like, to think, come I'm, get that I'm check. More, I'm more talking about in like um, that's sort of manipulation like, yeah, though. Relationships dynamics. And friendships and anything. oh yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what absolutely. Usually, if they are trying to boss you around and they not paying you, what in the heck? Yeah, <laughs> and, and and it's like, man, you know, that's 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 on so many so many other levels we can talk on, and but it all circles back around to. Like discover yourself. Yes, and you would Who never, are you? You would never let nobody boss you around, man. Like Who? if you know yourself, you would never get manipulated. Never. I swear to goodness. Never. You can see the red flags. Like you can see people's pure intention. Like you can see it. Yeah. And you can decide whether you want to participate, you want to fake it with them, or you want to act it out or go along with it. You can see it much more clearly. Yeah. So don't fall for the okie doke. Like Eddie Murphy said in Beverly Hills Cop, don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Really? Don't fall for it. Discover yourself. Get to know yourself. Who are you? What do you stand on? And don't outline yourself by what other people stand on. Like, just because you hear people saying they're honorable and those things. No, check to see if you are. It would be good if you are. But let's check it, though. Have you done honorable things? Mm -hmm. And if you haven't, then change like do a inventory on yourself so you can know where you stand yes. with what you have going on yes. ask people around you like how they view you or what have you learned have they ever even learned something from you like ask them what the impact your energy mm. holds on this relationship ask them so they can tell you how they perceive you because all of our eyes is different so we can probably think we out here being a good person, being a good citizen, but you out here, you might have hurted their feelings one day and not even knowing it. And you don't even know it. Don't even know. Out here hurting people's feelings. <laughs> and in this communication, have open communication with people. Like, you know, then you'll find out. And I think that's another part is people don't want to have conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're afraid of that. Transparency. It's a big thing. Gotta keep it real. Gotta keep it real. I love that about myself. Like, I really know how to keep it a buck 3,000. Not a buck 3,000. 3,000. Sheesh. <laughs> y'all hear that? She keep it a buck 3,000. 3,000. She ain't playing with y'all out here. hang with the big dog. Mm. Because <laughs> they don't know themselves. Okay. <laughs> they, they don't get, know themselves. They will get intimidated by the big dog. Yeah, they don't know themselves. Ask yourself, what are you doing with your life? And the only way for you to know what you're doing with your life is to know who you are in life. Who are you? What's the making of you? Are you kind? Are you an asshole? Excuse my language out there. Are you an a-hole? You know, are you a decent person? Are you indecent? You're trying to scam people out of every single thing they have. That's like, 
It's, it's so many things out there that people overlook. Are you faithful? If you're married, are you faithful in your marriage? Are you faithful with your relationships? Right? Like the first re- the first uh, agreement in four agreements. Are you impeccable with your words? Do you choose your words wisely? Mm-hmm. Or do you just let it fly off the handle? Right. And that's something that even myself, like, I've been told for years, like, man, you rude as hate. I'm like, I'm rude. I don't think I'm rude. I may be, you know, me. I'm not rude. Um, and then I had to take inventory to really look like, okay, I've heard this quite a few times. Um, is my approach on things rude? Mm -hmm. It may be rude. Yeah, people are sensitive out here, so you have to really throw a little sugar on it. Oh man, not throw a little sugar (laughs) on it. Pause. We ain't throwing no sugar on nothing around here. You gotta first, you gotta come sweet. And then you have to, it's like a sandwich. Like, you have to give people a compliment first and then throw the meat on there, give them the real and transparency, transparency, and then end it with another sandwich and end it with another bread on the bun. So it's layers to it because a lot of people are emotional. A lot of people don't have emotional intelligence. So you have to play this game accordingly, honestly. So... Give people a compliment first, then keep it real, and then close it with another um, feedback that they can take away from to better themselves. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. I'm going to practice that. Practice that. Compliments, you know, this is a networking tip. If you're out there and you're at a networking event, compliment somebody. Like, if you want to start a conversation and you don't know how to break the ice, Give them a compliment. People are socially awkward. I hear this a lot right now. Like, a lot of Mm. people don't know how to talk to people. A lot of people get anxiety going to networking events. And that is a great, helpful tip. And if somebody make eye contact with you, like, speak and say hello. Like, you see them, they see you. It's a simple hello. It will be. And then watch how everything unfolds from there. But you acting scared. Don't look at me. I'm like, what in the heck is wrong with people? Yeah. Yeah. It's very robotic out here. And People really, want to socialize but don't know how to socialize. They are addicted to these phones, swiping left, swiping right. They just want to text all day. They don't know how to verbally talk or even read body language anymore. It's getting bad out here, y'all. Mm, mm, it's getting mm, bad. Mm, mm. It's getting bad out here, y'all. <laughs> Uh. Well, it's your boy Jimmy Doe. Y'all know what it is. It's a dream big show. We got the young, beautiful Tara Chantel in the building. We having great conversation. This is dream big conversations over here. And we just here to let y'all know that personal development is the key to success. We're going to jump into another song. This is Astrology Joint by my man Cold Train. Let's jump right into it, y'all. We're going to be right back. Let's go. Yes, 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 y'all. That was coffee. Pull up. I rock with coffee. Oh, my gosh. She's so amazing. Dope. Yeah, I like her. I like her. <laughs> I like the vibe. All the time. It was it's good like, vibes right here. Yeah, it's like happy music. I like upbeat music that just keeps my spirit, like, lifted. 
Yeah, that's what we need. We need our spirits lifted at all times. Okay. Feel okay. good, feel great. How's your spirit? My spirit is high right now. Ooh. You don't see me glowing? You don't see this aura? <laughs> you don't see all this? Okay, okay, I can feel it. I can feel Man, it. Man, it feels good feel to it. be alive, baby. I feel it, I feel it. For sure, for sure. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big Show. Welcome back. Tara Chantel is in the building, y'all. She's in the building, y'all. Let's give her a round of applause real quick. So we're going to tap into getting to know your host. Tara got some questions for the boy, and we're going to jump into that. And after that, um, she's going to give us the deuces. She's going to check out for the evening. And then we're gonna wrap, I'm going to wrap it up with y'all and talk about what it is that you do but let's get into these questions what you got for me girl so i think it's so powerful how you have gone through what you've gone through in life like really seeing the ebbs and flows of this journey especially the grieving process so i'm so fascinated to know how do you grieve when you lose a loved one when they do transition mm, that's a good one um, I think, well, for my, when my parents transitioned when I was a child, I didn't really know how to process that. Um, so I'm just now in this adult age kind of coming around to understanding that, you know, maybe them transitioning when they did was to continue to be a guide throughout my life. Um, I would definitely say somebody's been having a hand on me because from the things that I've done and decisions I've made and the paths that I went down and to still be sitting here to have this conversation with you is only because somebody has a hand on me. Like somebody is walking with me throughout these decisions. Mm -hmm. I still made some dumb decisions. Um, But now I have a better understanding that my loved ones are are with me like every day and Mm -hmm. so the way I've been dealing with it now is to embrace the fact that you know they're not gone they're still here and that was hard to do as a child um, especially when I first moved to Atlanta from New York and I was in the music industry and trying to get a record deal and you know living the music life um, I had a production deal with, uh, shout out to Kenny Burns. He was my manager, and I had a production deal with his company. And, you know, we was everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. L.A., Miami, anywhere you can name mm-hmm. it. And this is a young kid coming from Harlem at, you know, 18 years old. And so first time in Vegas, first time in L.A., first time in Miami. It was just like, man, okay, this is the life. First time in Atlanta. You know, I remember partying and you know, visions and 112, and I was 18, you know, just being able to be around the scene. Um, and I was just so taken by it, and I was morphed in it. Like, really, it consumed me. Like, okay, this is what I want to do. And although it, it slowed down and I, I didn't get the dream fulfilled in that moment, I think that was my parents having a hand on me letting me know that I wasn't ready 
I wasn't quite ready for that move. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just to see how they, their energy and their spirit continue to be with me, um, I got to understand that more now in my 30s than I ever did as a kid. Um, as a child, I, you know, just resulted to music was my outlet. Um, and then, you know, times where I used to feel really emotional, like, man, you know, how will my mom react to this? Like, I, I know I can't talk to her to get an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get real down about that and cut myself out, isolate myself, um, which I'm, I'm still having a hard time now, like really getting in the groove of being around family, like having that kind of attachment to anyone that like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't quite graduated to. And so I think for me, um, I separated myself and just got into what I wanted out of life. And now I'm coming around to, you know, being more understanding that I don't have to result to goals and things and kind of get more into people. Mm. You said in your 30s. How how just like your parents you learning all these lessons like what are some of the lessons you learned in your thirties? Um, you can't serve two masters, mm. right? Um, and and this is like coming to me even more recent. It's just I can't continue to dibble and dabble and expect to get the full blessing that's awaiting for me. Like I have to be able to give something up. I have to sacrifice the that that backup plan like that doesn't serve um the yin and the yang the good and the evil mm-hmm. right it's like being able to you can't you can't serve your sun side and your shadow side at the same time you're gonna have to pick one exactly and so i'm learning that more just because as i continue to pick that shadow side that dark side um that's not what's in writing for me uh, now, when I was out here and wasn't as conscious about it, it was working. Yeah. And now that I'm more conscious about that side, it's not working at all. Oh, no, absolutely not. Because um, it's like, you can, ignorant is a bliss, so. Exactly. I would love to, I would love to be ignorant. <laughs> that means you don't know. You don't know better. Yeah. But when you know better, you do better. Yeah. And so I think it, it's that. It, it's the knowing now. And then that knowing um now it's the test of are you going to apply what you know mm-hmm. and and that's what i'm getting in my 30s is it's time for you to apply what you do know you can't go on and say you don't know anymore um and so yeah mm. to answer that i would love to know your thoughts about like crying as a man ooh um I mean, cry. Crying is good. Yeah, crying is necessary. I mean, you have to shed those tears to be able to shed those, shed those, like, get that energy off of you, right? Um, When I mean get it off you, it's like get it out. It's okay to be that vulnerable with yourself, to be able to let go um, because, you know, those tears can be tears of joy, you know, Uh, I remember even myself, you know, sitting there and having a moment in the car and just broke down, 
you know, crying and just thinking yeah. to myself the way it was just like, man, this is something like life be life and life be life and man <laughs> um and you know i do move a lot I'm, I'm constantly moving i'm moving i'm moving i'm especially when i don't feel like things are in control like i like to know exactly what i'm doing when i'm about to do it how is it going to turn out and Ooh, so you gotta practice detachment because trying to control everything is going to leave you to literally going insane man <laughs> and so, you know, doing that has brought me to moments where I have to, like, just stop and just drop down to my knees and just be like, Lord, what is happening? Like, I know I'm a good student of, of life. Like, what is going on here? You know, and I think I'm really at a point in my life where the test is testing. I mean, it is happening. Like, what you going to do? Are you passing? I'm passing with a C. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get to that A. Why? Because um, the lesson's just gonna keep repeating coming. itself. Yeah. I mean, until you, until you like get the test, you're gonna just get the same people too, like just in different costumes. I feel like. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. And so um, this year here, I know is a year where. I'm going to be ending a lot of cycles. Good. Like a lot of cycles has to come to an end. Good. And I'm fully aware of it. Like even as the last year was ending, I knew as that year was ending, like, okay, it's time to let this go. This go. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. And you got to go too. Um, And so now it's coming into this year and practicing and gearing myself up to work on the things that I know need improvement and stay there. Like continue to work on the things that need improvement and don't stop. Don't stop, won't stop. Why was it so challenging to let things go? Uh, Security. You know, security and relationships, meaning like just knowing that there's someone there, Mm -hmm. like there's someone that I can um, lease relate to and confide in even if it's for the moment i may not even need you or want you for past this moment but Mm -hmm. in this moment i need you in this moment and so to know that i have the security of that um that security that and well more i'm going more (laughs) um uh financial security like um wanting to keep a job in place like it's been and i was just having this conversation it's been probably 20 years since i've been in a situation where i haven't kept a routine job Mm -hmm. um rather that was rather i stayed for a couple seasons or years or not i've always had a base i've always had other businesses that i've ventured because i've always been an entrepreneur but in those businesses i always kept a base Mm-hmm. So I can continue to pour into the business and not take from it. Exactly. And then just live off my base, whatever job I was working. Yes. And I think in this season, because I'm walking into a light that is solely built on me, like it's going to take all of your effort. It's not going to take half of your effort. It's not going to take a quarter of your effort. It's mm-hmm. going to take all of your effort to be able to get to the point that you want to be at. 
because the security hasn't kept me happy. It just kept me secure. Like, and like so the security really exists. Well, it does. I mean, you, you think about those that, you know. In another person, <coughs> though. Like, that's what I mean. Like, in these relationships. Well, security is perception, right? Everything is perception. And so what you perceive to receive from a person is what you make it to be. So if you find security in that person, no matter what it is, rather it's love making, rather it's cooking food, rather it's going on dates, rather it's um, sharing your idea, whatever that security that you can find in a person, then your mind will perceive that to be security. Like I'm secure here, no matter what it is. What about the security within yourself? How does that work for you? Um, how did that work for me is developing it. That's what's being developed now is being able to be able to detach and walk away and say that, okay, I'm good. In which I'm, I'm, I've been good at, right? I've always been a person, especially like in a relationship, I get up and walk away from you. Like, especially when I'm at the point where, okay, I'm good here. Um, there's nothing else for me to get here. So, um, I walk away like that in the drop of a hat. And it'd, boy, it'd be like, well, how did you do that? You just changed on me. And it's like, well, my mind was made up at that point. Like, I no longer feel the sir. I no longer feel anything being of service here. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm good. The time is up. The time is up. The season is over. Um, and so now it's the time being up and not transitioning into another person. Like not taking that energy and finding another person to replace it to now still keep that cycle going. Cycle going. <laughs> right? Trying to break the cycle. Trying to break cycles. <laughs> and so that's where I'm at is being able to rely on me, confide on me. Um, and I think how that helps goes back to what I spoke of before, or what I spoke about with you yesterday, which is starting um, the I Dream community, which is that support group, yes. to be able to have those sit down and talk about whatever it is, whatever those traumas, whatever those things that we're holding on to that we have created as safety nets in our mind to cope with dealing with ourselves in the mirror, mm -hmm. like just dealing with ourselves in silence. Um, being able to provide that group and people to be able to come together and feel comfortable and not be in the dark. And when you're in the dark, you want to end your life. But being able to be in the dark and still have light. Yes. That's why I really think more people need to rely on, like, community and tribe. There's so many different forms of love once we, like, elevate our mind and our consciousness. But most people are just so centered on romance. They don't even understand, like, the beauty of life that's outside of that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Changing those cycles. Yes. And working on me. Yes. That's oh, what it's about. That is. That's what it's, it's about. A daily process. Absolutely. A daily journey. Absolutely. Working on you, elevating you. How does that feel for you? It feels good. It feels good. So, like, the unknown doesn't. Well, I've never been like, no, the unknown doesn't. Because, believe it or not, I don't really have a fear of the unknown. 
I have a, I don't think it's a fear of the unknown because I'm pretty sure in like the things that are to come. I'm pretty sure on that. I think it's the going back to again, um, and this is me diagnosing myself through my past. And I think me losing my parents have created the space of being not wanting to be alone like that abandonment issue like feeling like man i've been left out here and so although i may not want to move away from um, i may want to move on from a person um being alone is more has been scarier than the unknown of me being by myself like i'm not really i'm not fearful of being by myself or anything like that it's not having somebody there when i want them like hey i need i need to talk to you like what's going on versus continuing to nah if you okay with being by yourself then talk to yourself. Exactly, because everybody's not going to be there when you want them to be there. Want them to be there. It's like, oh my goodness, you didn't answer my phone call, and now you're taking it personal. It's like people have a life of their own. They have traumas of their own as well. Mm -hmm. They're dealing with probably abandonment issues too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I think it's more of that. It's not the fear of the unknown, which sounds contradicting in a sense, um, but it's more of like, not feeling that feeling again, which is um, being people being taken away from me. That's Rather life. that's isn't that life though? Well, that's that is life, <laughs> right? But that's life that you have to be able to understand exactly and understand and be able to be useful with that knowledge. That's going to come on next week's episode. We're going to talk about that. How do you use information, right? Because we can know that people are going to transition. Life was going to happen. Um, But I think practicing that understanding is different. Like, I don't think you can really explain or, or someone can explain what they're going through when they lose a parent. Like, to lose someone like that is probably the biggest loss that anyone can deal with in the sense of people connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to lose something like that for me at a young age, because I didn't quite understand it, I have a problem with losing people that are close to me, mm. no matter what the situation is. Now, yeah. the relationship may be over, but I don't want to lose you as a person. Yeah. Like, as the person... I'm not saying the person is over. I'm just saying this particular relationship we share is over. Exactly. And so I think the fear for me is to lose the person, not the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, life, that is really what it's all about. It's like you can change the dynamics in relationships too, like so you don't quote-unquote lose that person in your life. Like, okay, maybe we're better in this dynamic rather than that dynamic like we can change and so we can like be the best version of ourselves but 
also like not avoiding the feels like feel the feels feel the feels mm. of losing this person losing this relationship losing this opportunity but it's like don't look at it as a loss it can possibly be a gain in the end it's really a gain this is a blessing in disguise but we don't see it that way at that current moment because we are stuck in trying to control everything yeah you're right you're right Man, we getting deep on here, y'all. Hope y'all tuned in. How, how y'all doing out there? Y'all get, did y'all get quiet? Don't get too quiet. We ain't scare you away, did you? Okay, come on, Tara. What else you got for me, girl? I, li- I like this. I like your yeah. questions. Yes. I would love to know before, because you know I got to skedaddle, the meaning of life for you. The meaning of life for me is to be of service. Um, that's Because the meaning of life to me, is what are you contributing to life? Like, the existence of living for all is what it means for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you, what's your contribution here? And I think, at you know, at times, I, I think about that a lot, and it has changed. At first it was, you know, to be rich, to be famous, to make sure that I can provide, you know, my family with the best life there is, and... Now that perspective has turned into um, how can I be of great service? How can I help people? Mm. How can I be here for those that um, need someone to be here for them? How can I help people do whatever it is? And I think my way of doing that is through conversation. I think I have I've been blessed with the calling of getting people together to converse. That's beautiful. And so now it's to play my part in this life and you know contribute what it is that I believe God wants me to contribute. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow, that's beautiful. Like leave here empty. Leave here empty. Leave here empty. We came here for leave empty. Put it all out on the table. Don't care what you look like to everybody. Like as long as you feel is best for you, what's right for you, and have that conviction over your life. That's how you got to move. That's how you got to rock. For sure. For sure. Man. Well, Tara, I appreciate this. I appreciate you. All the time. We're going to be back at it again next week. Okay, okay. Continue this. Pick it back up again. That would be best. For sure. For sure. Before you get out of here, for those that's listening, let the people know where they can find you, how they can keep up with you, and things of that nature. Connect with your girl, Tara Chantel, on all platforms. Visit the website, TaraChantel.com. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Tara Chantel. And let's go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. It's the Dream Big Show on the one and only B96, the block. We on the block with it. Y'all stay right there. True love. Shouldn't be this complicated Thought I'd die in your arms I thought I'd die in your We back y'all It's your boy Jimmy Doe This is the Dream Big Show For those that's just tuning in I had the young lady Tara Chantel Come through, be my special guest host today. We did the part two to get into Know Your Host. Um, 
you know, in this season, man, I'm going to get real intimate with y'all. Um, walking in the stage in my life where transparency and vulnerability is everything. And so if I can get comfortable with it, then I can help others to get comfortable with it. I'm on a mission. I'm on God's mission. And right now it's all about serving the people being here and building a community to build that tribe, to be a force to be reckoned with, to be a leader amongst the people. And the way to be that is to be authentic with yourself, is to get to know yourself and be willing to break yourself down, take inventory. We all have things that we have to work on. And that's okay. You know, I stand here before you as a man that has done things that I'm not 100% proud of, but I am 100% thankful for those things because lessons came with them. I was able to um, grow from the decisions I've made, um, decisions that I've made leading up even up to this day. I'm still learning from, still getting better at. And so that's what I'm here to do and to work on that and to become what it is that I am destined to be. And so, you know, we talked about who you are. And and today was about me. Who am I? Um, and, and the question she had, you know, I love those questions, man. You know, it really, it touched home. It, it, it got me into a space where I can focus on the real emotion that's happening inside of me. You know, it wasn't about... Well, hey, well, what are your goals in life? What do you want to accomplish? And so I'm glad those wasn't the questions. Um, and we're definitely going to do part three to it coming next week. And so y'all stay tuned to that. But I appreciate those questions because what you do in life is only a speck to who you are in life. People have to respect who you are as a person. Um try to live up to your word every day you know we're not saying you're going to be perfect nobody's perfect um, but what we are saying is you can work towards perfection and so if we can work towards perfection then the image that we you know that they say right now like I say I am an amateur when it comes to the bible um, but the mission is to be an image of the creator and so if we are an image of the creator, then striving for perfection should be something that we all strive for and understand that everything has a perfect plan and a perfect operation to it, like quicksand, right? They think of quicksand as being something that, well, why would you have quicksand? That doesn't make sense. Like it's, it's literally sand that you can drown in, um, and what would be the reason for that? And I'm not here to tell you what that is. I haven't done the study, but I do know that it's here and it serves a purpose. Everything here serves a purpose from the plants to the trees to the grass. Everything serves a purpose to the air, to the water. Everything serves a purpose to the animals to land animals, sea animals, human beings. We are the most developed being there is. We all serve a purpose. And so 
I'm here to serve that purpose. <clears throat> I'm here to discover what that purpose is, right? I'm learning now in this time that I have been blessed with the gift and the calling of communication to be able to converse, to have conversation with people, to be able to get people in the room together and let's sit down and talk. Let's really express ourselves. What's happening going on inside of you? And we don't focus on that enough. And and I'm glad that we are in, uh, if you believe in these things, such as astrology, uh, the age of Aquarius, and the age of Aquarius is the age of the knowing. It's all-knowing happening right now. You cannot run away from the things that are happening around you because it is here to let you know. Whatever it is that you're supposed to get, it's going to happen now. For those that are that are into numerology, something that I've been listening to lately and have gravitated to and found a liking to, and so um, they speak on the year that we're living in as a universal year being seven. Um, how you get that number is just add the numbers in 2023 and it adds up to seven. Um, and so what does the number seven represent, right? And so le- I, I, what I'm going to do is I'm even going to dig in my phone because I did have some information here to share with you guys in reference to that, right? What does the number seven, and, and we speak in numbers more than we speak in words. And, and, and for me, that's always been true. I've always been a kid. Like I've mastered math um, in school. Like you, you can't tell me nothing about numbers and formulas um, I'm pretty good at that and so because I've always taken a liking to numbers I've always been a person that's into looking at getting my messages through numbers right we see five 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 three 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 two 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 things of that nature and sometimes we just say well you know what is this about why am I seeing it and sometimes I take a moment and think when you do see these numbers and they pop up or whatever number that you see on a regular basis, it's a message in there. There's messages and signs all around us everywhere we move, everywhere we go. There is messages and there are signs being presented to us. And a lot of times those messages and those signs come in numbers. You may just see random numbers and you may see the same set of numbers throughout your entire day or just when you're having certain conversations, you may see that number. And so um, if you ever want to understand what the number is when you're seeing these numbers, even if they group numbers, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, for all my, my CeeLo dice playing out there, um, understand what those numbers are, add those numbers up, and then bring it to a single-digit number, and you will get the one number that you need to focus on, and that number will come with a definition behind it. And so let's talk about the number seven. They say the number seven focus on analysts, understanding, awareness, studioists, meditating, meditating, right? And so when I see that and I look at those words to describe what the number seven is, it tells me that it's a year of people to dig within. It's a year of people to be aware of what's happening around them. Right. So be studious. Now, when I look at that, I think about 
to be a student of the game, to study what's happening around you, right? Take inventory, like we said, but write down. Really write down what's happening, okay? Write these things down. Today, I did X, Y, and Z. This is what happened. This is what I'm grateful for. And go back and look at it so you can analyze what it is that you're supposed to understand with that particular day. But more importantly, meditate. Um, something that I want to practice, something that I want to get into is meditation. To be able to hear God's voice. You know, they say prayer is how you speak to God. Meditating is how you hear God. And so for years throughout my entire life, I've prayed. I've always prayed. I've always been a person that, you know, will speak and, and talk to God and, and, and just say, hey, this is what I'm feeling, God, and, you know, and, and I just need your guidance right now. I need your assistance right now. Um, and I put that message out there. And it wasn't until recently that I understood for me to be able to hear those answers back in the things that I speak forward, I have to meditate. Um, now, rather you believe this or not, that's totally up to you. I'm not here to make anyone a believer on what I'm saying. Do your own research. That's what life is about. I'm just here to give you information. Now, rather you want to take it as solid uh, truth, that's totally up to you. But you can question it. I want you to question it. Go do your research. Go look it up. Go understand what numerology is and how it affects your life. Um, go look these things up if you're interested in astrology. Whatever it is that you want to know, go look it up. Um, if you're religious-based, go open your Bible. If you're a Christian, if you're a Muslim, go ahead and open the Quran. The information is there. All of this information is there. And it's just been spread it across different books to customize or to uh, have your own alter to what it is that you want to believe in. That's totally up to you. Um, but this is the year that many of us will be going to some sort of altar, whatever that looks like. You will be going within and having moments with yourself, just you and God. It will happen. Right? Do you believe it or not? In this year, it will happen. Um, and so this is the season, in this winter season, as we're coming out of this winter season, um, I think we got about, what, maybe six more weeks to go in this season. This is the season of thinking and preparation. This is not the season to launch. Wait till the spring come to launch something. Wait till new life is created, right? If you just look outside, no matter where you at in the world, well, at least in America, no matter where you at in America, in this winter season, things are doing what? They are receding back. Things are at a relaxed state. And in that relaxed state, it has given it time to heal, to get ready, to be reborn, to be rebirthed. So take some time, heal yourself, 
Understand what it is, the seasons that you just went into. I mentioned it on the first season of the Dream Big Show, is how do you handle your winters? So we are now in February. How are we handling our winter? And we all are experiencing different types of winters. Some of us, it is tearing us apart. For some of us, it is peachy cream. For some of us, it's just a little small hiccup, just some things that you just need, just a couple hurdles. may not be a whole track full of hurdles. You may only have five on your track that you need to get over. Um, but how are you handling it? Because even if it's peachy cream for you, even if it's, if it's good for you, how are you handling it being good for you? Are you taking it for granted? Are you appreciating it? What are you doing in this winter season? How are you handling your winter? Because that is going to speak volume into your spring. And spring is coming. It's some, something about life that will never change are the seasons. They come right behind each other. Spring come right after winter. Summer come right after spring. And so let's make sure that we are preparing ourselves for each season and we are ready and we know how to work in each season. That is important. Some of us out here don't understand the seasons. Some of us are complaining about the winter, complaining about the spring, complaining about the summer, complaining about the fall, instead of working with the season that is giving. So we are here to prepare the seed. Let's get that seed ready. Let's get that seed planted. Plant that seed. Let's make sure we got the right dirt and the right soil on top of that seed. So when it's time for the sun to come out in the summer and we ready for the blossom, well, first, we got to make sure it's planted and the soil is right. So when the spring come and the water is there to make sure we are hydrated, right? You got to hydrate yourself. Go ahead and hydrate yourself. Get you a little, get you a little drink. Make sure that you hydrate what it is that you want to do in life. We got to pour some water on some of that. Get ready for it. But if your seed ain't right and your soil ain't right, well, then it don't matter how good the spring is. In the summer, you ain't going to reap nothing. Nothing is going to grow. Nothing is going to blossom. Nothing. Then the fall come around when it's time to harvest, it ain't nothing to harvest because you didn't get ready for the spring, so you didn't have nothing for the summer, and now you're around in the winter again, or the fall, looking for a harvest that ain't going to be there. And the winter come around because you didn't do all the other seasons. You didn't have anything to harvest. When the winter come, you're back doing what? Sitting there, scratching your head. And so in this winter season, they like to say it's one of two things you're going to be great at. You're either going to be great at planting or you're going to be good at begging. So you either be good at planting in the spring. 
planting, I mean, planting in your winter, getting ready to plant your seed, get them seeds ready, get the soil ready, get everything ready so you can do, get your planting going in the spring. Get get ready for that. Get ready for that. I hope you're going to get that dirt. I hope you got your seeds ready. And that's all coming within sense inside of you. Get with yourself. Figure out what it is you need. And don't be ashamed. It's okay for you to get by yourself. Go ahead and get by yourself. Get get away from all them people who in your way. Go ahead and get by yourself. Sit with yourself. Ask yourself. And be honest with yourself. What is it that I need? What is it that I'm missing? What is it that I have? What is it I can use? What is it? So you can make sure you have the proper seasons ahead. This is your boy, Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big Show. And like I always do, is I like to sit with you all, have conversation. And so we can have more understanding on what it is we need to do to be a better version of ourselves. That is always going to be the conversation. If you're getting bored with it, go tune in to somebody else. But when you hear on Wednesday nights, what we talk about here is what you need to do to get you right, no matter what that looks like. Y'all saw me bring on fitness trainers. Y'all see me bring on um, all walks of life. People that's living all type, all actors, actresses, people that's living in all different spaces. And what they all have in common is a certain mindset. Let's work on our mindset. Let's work on our mental health. Let's work on the trauma that's inside of us. Let's begin to heal that. So when I put out the announcement of the I Dream community, y'all make sure that you tap in and you tune in. Okay, it's going to be here local in Atlanta. We're going to do it twice a month. It's going to be group support sessions. This is a support group to get people together to have conversation. Talk about the things that you went through that you haven't spoken with with anyone. It's okay to have those conversations. We're going to have licensed therapists there willing to volunteer their time. We're going to have staffing agencies there. If you're looking for a job, if you're looking for an outlet, for those that you know need some financial stability, we're going to have bankers there. We're going to have creditors there. We're going to have resources there for you to be able to reach out to. We're going to have nonprofit organizations there that can help you, uh, that have food banks. Don't be afraid to say, hey, I'm not getting any support from the government. I don't anything from the state. And I need to feed my children. I need to get pampers. I need to get X, Y, and Z. It's okay. We are here to support that. So y'all make sure y'all tune in. I'm going to make sure I announce it when the time has come. We're going to be launching our first two sessions in April. Um, and I'll make sure I get y'all all the information. If you're local to Atlanta and you want to be a part of it, um, please make sure that you tap in. And even if you just come and listen. You know, for the first couple of sessions, you may not be in the right space to share. Uh, but I will be here to share my story, to share my story and what it was like to go through foster care, to share my story, to understand what it was like to be parentless since the age of seven, to share my story and understand what it was like. And when it was times here in Atlanta, I was unstable and I was financial 
financially um, challenged, right? After losing the record deal, after doing certain things, um, I didn't know which way was up. I know I didn't want to leave Atlanta. I didn't want to go back to New York. But I also knew that I have to figure it out. The deal is done. Blew the production advancement when I signed the production deal. Blew it. The money was gone. Uh, spent money that didn't even exist yet. The record deal ain't even happened yet. Spending money that, that wasn't even you're counting your eggs before they hatch. So I know what it's like to be out here and you're fighting for something, um, but your ends aren't meeting. I know what that is like. And so get with those that's willing to converse about those things and be transparent about those things. So y'all make sure y'all tap in. There's no need to feel embarrassed. It's okay. I'm here letting you know. And I done seen it all. Okay? I done seen it all. I done done made six figures before. And I done also been back down to zero before. And so as you go through these, these flows in life, it's okay to get with those that is willing to share their experience and you share yours. Nothing in life is an embarrassment. The only embarrassment is you keeping your mouth closed when you need help. This is your boy, Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big Show on the one and only B96. The block. We on the block with it. Y'all make sure y'all stay there and stay alive. Try me a hundred times. Wanted me to lie, wanted me to cry, wanted me to die. Real life. I, 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 I'm staying alive, I'm staying alive, I'm staying alive, I'm staying alive.